Welcome back to another episode of Let Me Tell You. Normally, I release an episode following an important game, a win, a loss, usually within the hour of the game ending. But after this loss, for those of you who missed it, the Cougars were bounced 57-53, heartbreaking fashion, to the University of Southern Florida Bulls in the first round of the NCAA tournament. I was really bummed, and I know you guys didn't want to hear a sad and depressing podcast, so I didn't release one. But you know what cheered me up? Clay Thompson. This man, Cougar legend, embodies just fun-spirited Cougar kind of vibes. I love him. So I just wanted to share with you what cheered me up from Clay Thompson's Instagram. Enjoy. Come on, ladies. We got this. Good move. Good pull-up. Nice shot. Let's go. Mid-range is not dead. Cougs. Come on, Cougs. We're here. We're here. Good stop. Ah. Great fight, y'all. Great fight. Cougs, stick together. Proud of y'all. Coach Etheridge, company. Let's go. I hope you guys enjoyed the little treat from Clay Thompson. He's just a wonderful person. Just always so fun and upbeat, loves animals. Before I gave you my thoughts, I wanted to sleep on it so I could fully process them and give you a episode that truly encompassed my feelings about this season. Now, this is not a breakdown. If you guys want a breakdown, let me know. But this is more of a thank you note and a podcast of appreciation to Coach Etheridge and the Cougar team that really helps be a, sh- a bright spot in this really depressing 2020-21 season because of COVID. Now, I want to give some perspective really quickly because I think that's important. Even if the season didn't end the way I envisioned, it is still one of the greatest seasons in program history. How often do you get to say that? Not very often. I would argue the best season in program history due to the situation and the circumstances of COVID-19. Just like the Oregon State Beavers who outperformed their preseason ranking by the media in the men's conference, we did that as well. Coming from 12th to March Madness. That's pretty impressive. Started from the bottom, now we're here. We're at the top, baby. But let's talk about the game, shall we? I-, I think this game was truly a microcosm for what our season was in one game. We fell behind nine points at halftime. So then following that break, Cammy Etheridge gave us some of Mike's secret stuff. We won a 17-3 run to take the lead back, which was basically willed single-handedly back in the game by Joanna Tedder. I mean, Joanna Tedder is amazing, one of my favorite players. But sadly, we didn't get to win. We didn't win. We missed too many shots at the end. Layups, easy shots, USF pulled ahead. But Charlize took our last shot. It was a difficult shot off the backboard miss. Little layup guarded by two players. Not a layup, but a just a, a falling away kind of attempt at a layup. It was a very difficult shot. And we spent the entire season having Charlize lead our team. That, honestly, she was the only person I trusted and wanted taking that final shot. She had earned the right to take the shot, and you ride or die with Charlie, Charlie Ledger Walker, and it just didn't go in. But there's no one else you want taking that shot, and that deserves to take that shot, besides the freshman of the Pac-12 freshman of the year. But let, let's not go negative, obviously. Let's try and keep it positive. Next year, we'll be even better. I can say I feel confident we'll easily win 11 games in our conference to set a school record. Plus, we'll have a full slate of out-of-conference games to help. We were very close to setting a school record, in a pandemic-shortened season. Just two unlucky bounces. Hopefully, Crystal Ledger-Walker comes back for another season. We get another year with the best backcourt in the entire Pac-12. I say that because Charlize will be the highest-scoring returning player in the entire Pac-12. Crystal led the conference in assists. So that's pretty good, having a point guard who led the conference in assists. Plus, defense mind, our defense is improving. Charlize led the, the Pac-12 in steals, so that's pretty cool. There are some comments I want to touch on. Made by Coach Etheridge, and I could touch on basically everything she said. 
But here are just some little upbeat and impressive things I wanted to touch on. She pointed out the lack of depth for the team, and I think that's true. We saw that the starters played 35-plus minutes. That's not ideal. That truly is not ideal. All of this audio is provided to you by, by WSU Athletics on their YouTube page. So thank you for the audio. Gosh, when you get going and, and you win some games, then you get greedy, don't you? I think we're all kind of like that as coaches. And The quote from Cammie Etheridge about being greedy, I think that's what I want to hear because she had higher expectations than maybe the media did. And now that we, when we made it this far, her expectations were higher to beat USF. And clearly we want more. We're not satisfied. And you could easily say, well, this was a great season. We weren't expected to do anything. But no. Once you know you can achieve March Madness, there's no reason to shoot for less. Yeah, I thought, you know, honestly, she's probably had the hardest adjustment of um, everyone on our team to come in as a JUCO and, and live off campus. Uh, uh, it took her a while to gain some confidence and feel good about herself. It took her a while to, you know, maybe get some of the other players on the team to trust her and to believe in her and to look for her. And that's just, I think, um, and, and I'm just, I'm proud of her for busting through the door and staying resilient. Now, I think Tedder's growth is phenomenal. And obviously, I didn't realize the depth of her situation. I knew she was a JUCO transfer, but I didn't really think of the social aspect and the making friends aspect until much later. So I think it's more impressive and you can actually see her gaining confidence as the season goes on. Her numbers improve, her confidence grows. She's not as hesitant to take a three. And I think she's came into her own at the end. I think she deserves more recognition than she's getting. So props to her. Let's give her a round of applause. Crystal Ledger Walker and Charlize, um, Johanna has been, has and and Ula. I think all all four of those players are just they've turned into some really high quality, you know, elite minds that that really compete hard. The four key players, I think, Bella, Ula, and Charlize, all are a great core, and Joanna Tedder are a great core and we can build a brilliant foundation. So, in conclusion, Bella will improve her defense, which was a little in the last shot today where she, where the USF player was able to get around her. I would like to see that fixed next time when you have five inches on a player. I don't want to see them get around you and, and score fairly easily. Joanna Tedder, the dead shot sniper on the team, will become a double-digit plus scorer. Cammie Etheridge noticed she believes she can do that too. I think that's amazing. The only, the only place the... Lady Cougars can go is up. So let's pack Beasley to the Raptors. This team truly represents what it means to be a Cougar, and I'm damn proud of them. Go Cougs. Listen, I love Walker, but he looked like he was 18 or 19. He looked like a young guy. Man, you should have done this guy right. What, I get him a stripper? What do you want no, me to do here? I, mean, I, mean, I get him a prostitute? What 